B-Pod Studios. The following podcast is PG. May contain sketchy advice, embarrassing anecdotes, and may not be suitable for parents who think they have their shit together. This, this is, is PG, PG with, with Roxanne Wilder. Here we are, Meredith. We've just spent, <laughs> this is going to be a short podcast yes. because we've just spent 15 minutes catching up <laughs> on all the extemporaneous stuff that we have to deal with. I mean, in it's so and much. Out. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's like, uh, you know, my husband and I are looking for a new home because we have four people living in a small house. And, you know, this may be a little normal size to most people, but we live in a house that's less than 1,600 square feet. And with four human beings living there, it's a lot to deal with on a daily basis. We're on top of each other. So besides work and looking for a home and then other things outside, it's just it's becoming a lot to deal with. We're at the mid 2000s and we are Busting at the seams. And I keep telling myself that it's going to get better as their toys get smaller and we have to have less apparatuses yeah. around the house. But it doesn't seem to, we don't seem to be anywhere near that. Well, that's right what now. you hope for. Okay, well, maybe I can take out the swing eventually. Or I'm thinking, oh, the jumper is going to go away soon. At least I'll have that little space. And it's just replaced by something else. Yeah. It could be replaced by a little mini trampoline. Or this or that, and it's, it'll make you go crazy living in a small quarters. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> living in a cabin, like in a cruise. Speaking of that, yesterday my my one year old she is a wrecking ball. Oh yeah, I have. It used to be I would spend the afternoon with her, and my other one would be with my with my mom, and we would have this quality time. And she was less mobile. And now Meredith, I mean, she tears our house <laughs> apart. apart. Dad yeah. comes home, I'm like. Uh, it's just me and her, and the house is a wreck. Yeah. It's, you can't keep it with, clean. No. What's the point? By the way, you pick it up at the other day, the next day it's going to look exactly the same or worse. Right. It is so futile. And, and it does make me have so much respect and appreciation for stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. too, because then you would just be cleaning up all day. That Constantly. would be your, like, okay, let's get back to, I always say get back to ground zero mm-hmm. and get back to where we started. Which but is it, basic. You know what makes me crazy, though, because um, my little one is should be starting to crawl within the next month or two. I see her trying and trying to grab things and oh, trying to lift yeah. herself up. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I, I don't want this. <laughs> like, I you know. know. It's a cute thing, and I can't wait for it, so don't get me wrong. But it, once that happens, it's like she's every everywhere. And and I know I'm going to become an anal person about the the floors being extra and but you know what? You can't. How, you can't. You can't. There's going even... to be a tiny little dust bunny over here and then take your shoes off at the door yeah, and that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, exactly. Can you believe that? Oh I'm showing Meredith God. right now a video of my 1-year-old. She's just 1 and she is rock climbing. Roxanne. <laughs> that is crazy. How fast it's did nuts. that happen? How it's many nuts. months is she? She's just 13 months. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Doug and I always say this girl's going to be like a rock climber. She's just a real different kind of person. She seems like she's going to be athletic. Yeah. I mean, she is hard. I say she's like a boy. Yeah. Because when I look at my friends who have boy babies, that's the level of energy. Right. And craziness and daredevilness that she has. Yeah. So I, I, okay, so I sent you this article a while back and we're so busy, so you didn't read it. So that's fine. I apologize. Send it to me and then I will read it (laughs) in my meeting. Don't tell my boss. (laughs) I'll give you the Cliff's Notes. Okay. Is is it Cliff Notes or Cliff's Notes? I don't know. I think it's Cliff Notes. Okay. At least it's what I remember when I bought them. (laughs) (laughs) They came in handy. I don't know if they still have them. I'm sure they do, but they're digital, of course. Okay, so... This article was so great and something that we can both relate to. It was the seven types of rest that every person needs. Okay, I'm all about it. And that we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. We were going to get to it, so now we're a little late to it, but here we go. So there are seven different types. We think about, of course, physical rest. We, okay, let's answer 
are to each other if we get enough of each of these. Okay. Okay. All right. So the first type is physical rest, which that can be passive or active. It could be a massage or it could be a, it could be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's, a massage. it could be a massage because you're just resting. You're physically lying there. I thought you meant like sitting on the couch for a minute watching TV. No, no, no. Sleeping. No, that doesn't. No, that's not on the list. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I had a massage. But keep going. Right? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at, like, I wish I had time for a massage. Right? So that's your physical body at rest. Gotcha. Okay. Be it, be it like, napping, yes. sleeping, I do nap every massage. day. Me too. Okay. Okay, so we get our nap in. But really, are you hitting the no. quality hours? Of I'm just thankful that it gets that rest? down for a little bit. But it is what it is. So both of us are yes on that. Uh, we do it, but we don't have enough of it. Okay. <laughs> Second type of rest is mental rest. No. So, you know, when you start your day shot out of a cannon, yeah. drinking coffee, adrenaline going, looking at your phone, looking at five different screens. Okay, that is the opposite of mental rest. Right. You need to recuperate from that. So even if you sleep seven to eight hours, you do that, then you're still, if, you, if you're in that state all day, you're a nut job. So a vacation, for example, helps you get yeah. some mental rest. Right, mental rest. Yeah, I don't you know. You do that? No. Okay. I really don't. <laughs> I genuinely What's don't. What's that? You got what is that? that? No. Okay. I wish I knew what that was. Yeah, because I used have... to know what that was. Yes, <laughs> used to. Okay, the third type of rest we need, this is a good one. I don't think about this. Sensory rest. Mm. So bright lights, that's why I always have it dimly lit in here. I just want to kind of not have that icky the same overhead way. fluorescent lighting. Yeah, during the show, everything's super dark. I get made fun of all day about it, but I, I want it dark Me. and moody. Too. Yep. Me too. Computer screens, background noise. Oh, this is our life, Meredith. Background noise, background music, other conversations going on. Yeah. Zoom calls. All of this just attacks us sensorily. Is that the word? Sensorily. Sensor. Yes. And so we have to have intentional moments of sensory deprivation. That's how you undo that damage inflicted by an overstimulating world. Okay. So that would be either my nap, which is very short lived, but no. No, no, because that's physical passive rest where so you're asleep. It, I don't have that. <laughs> so uh, you're okay. So I don't have what you're describing. I thought I had it, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> so the answer is no, no. We don't have that. No. And that would be an example. I think like ASMR might be an example of that. Yes. Because then you're you're you've got your eyes closed. You're just listening. I think it's when you focus on one sense. Okay. So maybe sitting outside. Meditation. Meditation. Probably yes. So sitting outside and just staring into space. Hmm. That would be a sensorial break. Honestly, I want Rest. that right now. Like right? after this podcast, I just want to go outside, listen to nature out at a picnic, like chair or bench and just sit That there. is why, I mean, we're doing a podcast right now, but people who are just inundated with podcasts and yeah. and conversations, sometimes they get in my car, like we talked about, don't ha- don't call anybody, don't right. do anything, don't have the radio on. Right. Just listen to nothing. I the know. hum of the just car. Just your own thoughts. Yes. The fourth type of rest, this is another one we really need, creative rest. Creative rest. This type of rest is especially for important for anyone who has to solve a lot of problems or come up with new ideas. <laughs> All day. Right? So creative rest awakens your awe and your wonder. Like the first time you saw something beautiful in nature, mm-hmm. when you look at an ocean or waterfall. The moon was pretty of- this morning we were driving in. So I had there you go. maybe 10 seconds and I was like. Wow, that's really pretty. When you stared at the moon outside of your car driving over the Howard Franklin, yeah. that was some really good creative that rest. 
That was my only rest. That was all inspiring. So I guess that's a no. But you get it. You you <laughs> certainly it. you certainly understand the like, concept. Like I understand but not, it, but you're not. I getting, don't get getting to it. enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh! I think this is me. This next one is terrible. You know the person who everyone thinks is like a really nice person that they've ever met. Yeah. Uh, and if you need anything, you can depend on them and call them. Right. That person can't say no. Right. That person needs some damn emotional rest. Yes. No, emotional I totally rest. agree. Yeah, emotional rest. And and you and I work 100%. in jobs. Yeah. That not not everybody's job. Well, I would imagine, for instance, people in healthcare. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. does their job take emotional rest from them? A because, toll. Yes, emotional toll. And so our jobs too, in a totally different way, because we have to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and you know revealing of ourselves on air. That type of that type of rest ends up like. Um, or excuse me, that type of activity takes away, eats away our emotional rest. Yes. And creates a deficit. Emotional so rest. So how do you replace that? That's what I'm trying to get to. Uh, okay, an emotionally rested person can answer the question, how are you today? With a truthful, I'm not okay. Oh, can they answer it? How are you today without bursting into tears? <laughs> <laughs> you could ask me right now, and I would say, I don't know. I'm so bad at being in touch with my emotions and feelings. You know why? Because I feel like, Throughout our career, I've had to have such a thick skin and ignore how I truly feel on the inside. No joke. That I'm just, when people ask me that, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm good. Everything's great. (laughs) You know what fine stands for? Fine. Effed up, insecure, neurotic, and I forget the E, but it's something bad. (laughs) We're doing great, guys. Just fine. Nothing to see here. I'm okay. And so... Emotional rest. If you're in need of... Oh, good. They tell you. If you're in need of emotional rest... You pro- oh no they don't tell you what to do all right you probably had a social rest deficit too this is when okay this is big time right so when I first read this I was like oh a social re- deficit that means going and being by yourself yes that's part of it but the bigger part of it is that time that you spend with a dear friend mm. that actually restores your social rest what takes away is going to that networking event which we haven't had a lot of those lately right. but we have to be on yeah. which is exhausting it's well, fun we enjoy it but also at the end you ever get in your car and you go Ooh, it's a lot you yeah. ran a marathon i miss hanging out with my girlfriends there you go yeah like uh this weekend i wanted to go meet up with a friend she lives very close to me like very close and i just i still feel a little guilty because of the pandemic. And I'm like, well, we'll go sit outside. But I genuinely feel like I need that social rest of just like staring at somebody I haven't seen in a while. Yes. And somebody that also cares about me where I can open up to and just chill and have a glass of wine. Much like our relationship, except that we're just so busy in this building and with lives that we haven't necessarily had a huge opportunity to do that yet. Yeah. And plus but it will pandemic. happen. Trust me. Exactly. So the social rest deficit, here's the thing, what you just described, to experience more social rest, surround yourself with positive and supportive people. That's it. Not those friends that drain you or right. nitpick And that also you. comes with age, as I found out. Um, you know, when you're 18 or even 21, college, all that stuff, you know, you just want to gather as many friends as you can to go to the party or this or that. And as you get a little bit older, um, you know, it could be three years, four years older, you understand that you need somebody that you can really trust that is supportive for you. Yes. So that's also goes in there as well, because if you need a, a social break, you want to sit down with somebody that you can really trust in. Uh, right. That, right. And, and you don't wake up the next day, have a glass of wine and wake up the next day and ha- feel sheepish like, oh, I shouldn't have told I should have said that. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, I cuss too much because uh, I yeah. had a glass of wine. They're going <laughs> to judge me. I don't like those people because, yes. 
If I have a glass of wine, that's going to happen, okay? <laughs> we can't get it out on air, so we have to in our downtime. Final type of rest is spiritual. So that is like that meditation, trying nice. to connect with something beyond what we do. So I think we, so the whole point of it, Meredith, is that even though you and I always talk about like, oh, we need more sleep, we need more sleep. We could sleep eight and a half hours a night because that's my sweet spot, which yeah. never happens. Ever. Ever. And still be tired because all of these other categories of rest have huge deficits. That's, that's. You know what? That explains a lot because even if I do get like a good six, six and a half hours of sleep, I feel a little refreshed, but give me an hour later and, I'm, and then a boom, I hit this mental exhaustion again. It's because I haven't hit those boxes that you just listed there. All right. I'm going to go home and take a nap. Okay. Can I take a nap with you? That <laughs> yes. way we can be social and nap at the same time. There you go. <laughs> check, check.